Support your locals, starting with Space Smoke Shop, located on 125 East Pennington Street, Tucson, Arizona. Space Smoke Shop features local glass, cheap tobacco, and any drink you can think of. We'll also have a hookah lounge and a venue. Like us on Facebook to keep up with shows, deals, and products. Don't forget, every second and fourth Tuesday is Punk Rock Tuesday at Space Smoke Shop, 125 East Pennington Street, located in downtown Tucson, Arizona. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the GMR podcast. GMR, you're listening to the GMR podcast. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlists. Over 20,000 shows to discover. Rate and review my show, the GMR Podcast on Stitcher. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store. GMR. 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 It's the GMR podcast. Episode 52. That's right. With Gene Mott and Marty Catola. Oh, yeah. A whole year. Granted, we didn't do a show every week, almost, but we did the math and made it work out to where week 52 was show 52. Nice. We've had about a thousand hits this year on the GMR podcast. Which is about a thousand more than we had last year at this time. That's very true. Last year this time it was just just a thought and the promise of iTunes. Oh no, you gotta be somebody big to get on iTunes. How are we gonna get on iTunes? You just gotta give somebody money every month. And we're also on the Stitcher network, Stitcher. internet radio, on demand. I saw the Stitcher app now because Ray That's got his tablet. pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Can you hear me shaking the mic? Am I shaking the mic too much? No. no. Is, can you hear that? Nah, not okay. too bad. Good, good, good. Yeah, Ray's got a tablet. So Ray's on Twitter now. You can find and follow him through our yeah. link at GMR Podcast. What's his Twitter name? I believe it's... Ramon Daniel seventy three. Oh, he's going by Ramon on all of his uh, internet things. Oh, you know what we got to do before we run. Well, we still got some time. Make some time to to play another round of Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. I'm so way behind in the score. You're keeping score. I've never won a game. Have I? No, no. you got close that last time. And I know people are excited about that. Now, Punk Rock Tuesday is now Punk Rock New Year's Eve. So you're going to want to check that out at the Space Smoke Shop if this drops in time. The Space Smoke Shop, New Year's Eve, 7 o'clock. Go to their Facebook, figure out what's going on. But Apparently we talked about Phantasm on show 3. Is that right? It goes all the way back to then. Well, that was right before... That first horror oh, screamathon, yeah. 
That, that was one of my favorite movies, and I I just watched episode or not episode Phantasm Three, which totally tries to make sense of the previous two movies. Does it succeed? I think it does. I think it does. I'm looking forward. I have I have the final the final uh, episode four, Oblivion. Yeah. So I'm hoping it all fucking makes sense. And oh, I can give you some spoilers. You, you want spoilers? Sure. So at the end of the end of three, they trap the old man. The old man is actually his brain. He's got a ball in his head. He's got one of those silver balls, but his ball is gold. He's got a golden ball. And they and they fucking like it gets the tat stuck to a a plunger, and then they stick it in some liquid nitrogen, ah, to destroy him because apparently cold is the thing that he doesn't like. Oh, that's right. When he walks past that uh, ice cream truck in the first movie, and it's that cold. Yeah. And then the the kid they would do well here. The kid from the first movie. For the kid, whatever the kid's name was, was it Mike? You you think I'd remember? Oh, you think details. I'd remember? I just watched it yesterday. Uh, anyway, he turns into like some sort of thing where he's got like he turns. He's one of them. The that's why the old that's why the tall man wants him to to fucking peel away the flesh so he can remember who he become who he used to be. So apparently, I don't know, I'm, I'm really hoping episode four... Get more answers. Episode four, like a Star Wars. <laughs> it, it might as well be. You know what else I noticed? It has a lot of... Uh, it's very similar to the Evil Dead movies with their humor, or their attempts at humor. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which came out first? Uh, Phantasm. Phantasm was the 70s. Still. How about Phantasm 2? When did that come out? Uh, like 87 or 88. It took a long time for that one. Although the tall man looks exactly the same. Yeah. But Reggie looks way fucking older. Because there are lots of flashbacks in all these movies. And he looked way younger when he was the ice cream guy. But there is a length of time because... The kid goes to the hospital for years and years. Oh, yeah. I remember when Phantasm 2 came out, it was really hard to get a copy of Phantasm 1. Yeah. And so people were going to that one without having seen the first one because it was really hard to get a hold of, and I'm sure they were baffled. Well, Phantasm 2 doesn't do a whole lot to explain. It, I mean, there are flashbacks. You can You can pretty much figure out what kind of... They always uh, give you a little recap of what happened. Most of the movies, the, they start with the previous movie. Yeah, you pick up right where you left off. Although they did change the kid for the second one. You should look that up and see if it's the same, if they brought the kid back for the third one. Because I, yeah, I swear, I was watching it and I was like, wow, that's the same kid. But uh, in the second movie, it was a much less... Odd-looking guy. That kid was weird-looking in the first movie. He was very 70s. Yeah. And if you think about it, the, the tall man had no interest in him until he uh, was spying on the, on the fucking cemetery, right? That's true. So, 
I really don't see how this all makes sense. It, you got oh, it says he's in three and then four and then one, but I don't think it's him in two. No, they they switched it up in two. Well, that's good. They brought him back for the. Yeah, at least it makes more. He's Mike in three and four. Oh, interesting movies. Phantasm two. This guy was playing Mike. James LaGrue. What other movies has he been in? Been in a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Most recently, Justified. Never saw that. Yeah, I couldn't really get into it. A lot of people love it, though. One of those character actors that does a lot of movies. Hey, he was in Singles. So there's your connection from Phantasm to Pearl Jam. One degree of separation. What is Singles? It's a movie by the guy who made uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High about people dating in Seattle. It's not that good of a movie. It sounds like it's really good. It's It's got its moments. Let's see, there are people in Seattle and they're dating? Oh, he, you... he was also in uh, Point Break as oh. one of the uh, beach gang. I've never seen that either. You never saw Point Break? What's well, that about? That's the Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze movie where they're surfers. It sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, we are watching that shit, dude. They put on president <laughs> masks and rob banks. Mm. Wow. It, I, I'm amazed you managed to skip that one. If I have seen it, it's been I, on cable I, I, I definitely times. But you've seen Roadhouse, though, right? Oh, I definitely have seen Roadhouse. <laughs> it's right up there with the caliber of Roadhouse. On Roadhouse now, Roadhouse... No, it's a good movie. Now, there's a Kevin Smith, Scott Mosier commentary on Roadhouse. I have yet to listen to that. So I take it they must enjoy the movie. It's an awesome riff tracks also. But a movie I really don't like is Cocktail. Oh, with Tom Cruise? Oh, it's, that's a boring one. Even the riff tracks doesn't save that movie for me. I, I've, I've seen that movie. Now, you've seen that one. Yeah, I've definitely seen that one. Just about everybody saw that one. That's where he's doing all that fancy work with the bottles and whatnot, flipping them around and pouring drinks. And yeah, that's one of those defining Keanu Reeves performances. Is Point Break? Is that right? <laughs> Suddenly, a, a whole world of pop culture in references will be made clear to you. That's what they were referring to. No, oh, I, oh, so you're saying it has that that sort of relevance? And <laughs> I think so. It doesn't sound good on the surface. It's, I, I can't really say it's a bad movie, but I can't really say it's a good movie. It, it's, it is what it is. It's 100% pure adrenaline. Point break. And why are we talking about that? Because the guy who played Mike in Phantasm 2 is a different guy than who played Mike in 1, 3, and 4. And the guy that played him in 2 was in Point Break. Was that his first movie, Phantasm 2? Uh, well, let me check again on here. You know what? I don't even care. I don't know why I asked that question. That's the beauty Jesus of the Christ. internet. Because somebody listening might be asking that same question. Going, I'm glad that he oh, said oh, that oh, because I was right. thinking that. I forget I'm doing a <laughs> podcast right now and I should be speaking for the viewers. I've not sold out yet. We've not actually made too much cash off this podcast. It looks like his first real movie was Solar Babies. Mm. Do you remember now Solar Babies? That was Babies? fucking good. No, that was a classic. No, no fucking idea what Solar Babies is. Oh wow, 
How did how did that one skip your radars? Well, we're gonna have to talk about that. Oh, he was also in Drugstore Cowboy. Did you see that? Uh, the probably Matt, Matt Dillon movie where they're going around stealing narcotics. Yeah, from I the saw pharmaceutical. It. I'm sure, places. I saw it. This is all right. Interesting movie. Solar Babies. Uh, what was that about again? In a future in which most water has disappeared from the earth, we find a group of children, mostly teenagers, who are living at an orphanage run by the despotic rulers of the new earth. Did I say that right? Despotic? Despotic? That's what it looks like. Finding an orb of special power. And then, yeah, the rest of it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But Solar Babies, 1986. Hashtag Solar Babies. (laughs) Holy See, we shit. get that trending out there with all our with all thirty listeners out there. <laughs> Solar babies, come on, guys, we can make this happen. He was also in batteries not included. He was also in Born on the Fourth of July. So he gets a lot of work. This guy. Yeah. When was he born? 1962. So he's an old man. No offense. Yep, still doing a lot of TV. That's right, still working? Yep. Making it happen? Has he been on any of the Law & Order shows? Uh, well, I could look at it again. Nah, let's not do that. So you're drinking Pepsi out of a Mountain Dew cup. Oh, is that a Mountain Dew cup? Yeah. I hadn't even noticed. It's crazy. Out of control. And now we pause for station identification. Well, it's here time we go. for another rousing now edition. This, now the show grinds to a fucking halt. Here we go. And then we'll remember we have this thing called the after show. that we. Oh, my God. I asked for it. Odd as fact. Okay. One oh. more to wrap the year up here. Here we go. Did you shuffle these cards. All right, here we go. Here we go. Round two. Round seven. Okay, that's Evans fiction. Even is fiction. So here we go with Gene attempting to read. What are we doing? Big Bang trivia. Boom. In the episode, The Grasshopper Experiment, season one, episode eight, what other TV show does Howard bet? is popular in India based on Sheldon's claim that Doogie Hauser might speak to a cultural aspiration to have one's children enter the medical profession. I don't know. Scrubs. It's scrubs. Wow, that was obscure. Obscure. Maybe if I read these better. Maybe maybe we uh, should I go don't think that would have made it Maybe we should go back to where you're holding No, that's not good. People want to hear my voice. And I'll say they love to do this shit. People love this shit. Kids love this shit. Mm, six. In the episode The Dumpling Paradox, season one, episode seven. What BBC America program does Sheldon inform Leonard that he's watched every Saturday since they've moved into their apartment, a habit interrupted because Penny is sleeping on the couch? I'm going to have to go Doctor Who? Yes, and that ties right in. To what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about earlier. Woo! Maybe this is my day. Maybe this is my time. Maybe the fates have finally... Everything's aligned. The stars have aligned. Fat. 
This is a fact question. In the episode, The Classified Materials Turbulence, Season 2, Episode 22, when Penny kisses Stuart, what name does she accidentally call him? Leonard. That is correct. Stuart is the comic store guy? Yeah, yeah. Who almost killed himself in the well, last of it. That guy's going to kill himself. I rolled a three. So that's a fact, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. In the episode, The Zazzy Substitution, Season 4, Episode 3, Sheldon and Amy have a fight over whose work is more important. What does Sheldon acquire as a coping mechanism in that episode? You want me to read the question again? Yeah, yeah. In the episode, The Zazzy Substitution. Oh, cats. Yeah. Cats. Zazzy was one of the cats he named (laughs) Zazzy. <laughs> that was a good. That, one. That, all the Here's other cats cat? were named after the guys who who uh, oh, yeah. created the atom bomb, mm. except for Zazzy yeah. because he was so Zazzy. <laughs> here's your cat, and here's your twenty dollars. So, oh, I'm up. I'm up. Here's your cat. Oh, that's right. They were selling up. <laughs> they were so giving. They were paying people twenty dollars to take the cats. A fact. That's another fact. In the episode, the Cooper Hofstetter. Polarization, Season 1, Episode 8. How many attendees are present at Leonard's physics presentation? Uh, three. 25. Oh. See, like, like, you'd have to just watch that episode to remember that, I would think. Wow. You, you go. Why am I complaining? I'm, I'm ahead. Yeah. So that's, that's what I wanted for weeks now. Wow, another six. I'm hot tonight. In the episode, The Gothowitz Deviation, what Sesame Street character does Howard contemplate getting a tattoo of on his backside? Sesame Street character. Kermit the Frog? Yeah. Yeah, you got your third card. I only got one. I was going to say Big Bird, but then I was like, somewhere I must have that in my brain. No, roll the six. Fiction. Okay. In the episode, the Justice League recombination, what member of the Justice League does Sheldon dress up as for Stewart's New Year's Eve party? Uh, Flash. The Flash. They were- All right, so we're up two to three at this point. Two to three. A four. In the episode, The Vegas Renormalization, Season 2, Episode 21, what Star Wars character is Leonard pretending to be who Raj describes as a shiny Sheldon? C-3PO? Yeah, your fourth card. Oh, shit. Ooh, now I get a fiction. In the episode, The Big Brand Hypothesis, Season 1, Episode 1. Wow, it's the first one of those we've gotten. Sheldon argues that if Superman attempted to save Lois Lane's life by catching her with his arms of steel, he would actually do what? Uh, Cut her head off? Slice her in three equal pieces. Oh, that's right. I I should have been more specific. We could go to the rock, paper, scissors, spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three. That's a fact, right? That is a fact. I just rolled a three. For the win, possibly. In the episode, The Jiminy Conjecture, 
Season 3, Episode 2. When a cricket chirps in the guy's apartment, Sheldon concludes it is a blank tree cricket. Fill in the blank. A shoe tree. Snowy. Mm. Sheldon concludes it is a snowy tree cricket. Well, I might have I might have another chance here. Oh, another fact. In the episode "The Pirate Situation," season three, episode four, why is Raj upset? And need see that doesn't even make sense. Are you read that? In the episode, The Pirate Solution, why is Raj upset and need help from Sheldon? Well, it does make sense when uh, you say it like that. It's a tough one. I yeah, wouldn't have known it. I don't know. Because he's being deported. Oh, yeah, and he needs to get the job so he can stay in the country. It's all coming back to me now. I was going to say about the desk stuck in the office. I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. All right, another for the win here. Ooh, a fact, right? It's a fact. This reminds me of those Star Wars Trivial Pursuit games that always came down to that last question. In the episode, The White Asparagus Triangulation. Oh, yeah. Season 2, Episode 9. What, uh, what baked good does Sheldon give Penny in an effort to talk with her about Leonard's relationship with Stephanie? Brownie? Banana bread. Oh, fucking banana bread. God damn it. I could have had it. It was so obvious. Why was it so obvious? Okay, you're hearing. <laughs> that was sarcasm. That's sarcasm. <laughs> Got to the point where I can't, I can't recognize it anymore. In effect. In the episode, The Grasshopper Experiment, Season 1, Episode 7, Penny makes a grasshopper for Raj when she's practicing her bartending skills at her apartment. What does Sheldon order? Oh, he orders a... If you get this one, you're goddamn good. You just watched it yesterday. No, no. A Shirley Temple minus the Shirley or something like that. A virgin Cuba... Libre. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, you just remembered that when I said it? It made sense? (laughs) It did, actually. I'm getting the difficult questions tonight. Oh, a fiction for the win. In the episode The Cornhusker Vortex, Season 3, Episode 6, Howard claims that it makes sense for Sheldon to understand Quidditch, but what other sport that Sheldon knows a lot about baffles him? Football. Football. You won a game. About goddamn time. And we'll be right back. And now, it's time for the after show. Here we are. Back. After show. Doing the... uh, Pretty good episode. What do you think? Pretty good year. Pretty good year. Yeah, yeah. Capped it off with the win of the Big Bang game there. I only had three cards. No, you still, overall, you have more cards than I I have. If we're keeping track overall, you've won several games. 
But yeah, things are looking up. We're on Stitcher. We're on. Uh, we got on that iTunes a long time ago. We'll be back next week of our whole new year. We've got a couple sponsors. We're going to start Go. counting down to Comic Con again. Comic Con 2014. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And and who else? Oh, the character actor who played Badger on Firefly. Ah, Firefly. They haven't announced a lot of other guests yet, but aren't those the only two that they had announced? Pretty much, yeah. So Woo Going to Comic Con. That's right. What just happened? I don't know. He doesn't well, know. It was a podcast. That's it was what a just podcast. Happened. Number fifty two. Wow, whole year's worth. Even though you could listen to all of them in a little over a day straight of listening. Yeah, but you got to be pretty pretty messed up or on some sort of bender or some shit to do that. So if you want to listen to all 52 in a row... You'll learn to hate us. Yeah, write us and tell us how it, how it went for you. Because we'd like to know. Document it, yeah. Keep a, keep a, keep a recording device on you while you do it. See what... I, yeah. Send us a tweet. Because you know you guys, you guys love to tweet us at GMR Podcast. Rick Flair. Woo. GMR. 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 GMR.